the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Biden administration is offering to exchange a Russian arms dealer in return for Russian prisoners Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. President Biden directed his national security team to pursue every avenue to bring Brittany home safely. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announces support for a reconciliation bill. Senator Manchin say that this will make a down payment on historic deficit reduction. Federal Reserve raises interest rates three quarters of a percentage point in a bid to curb inflation. There's probably some additional tightening, significant additional tightening in the, in the pipeline. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, July 28th. I'm Tasha Stevens. Amidst the ongoing tensions with China, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has invited a small group of lawmakers on her official trip to Taiwan. The group includes the top Democrat and Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. This news comes as Pelosi has been taking heat from China, who's issued warnings against the high-ranking U.S. official visiting Taiwan. A spokesman for Pelosi has declined to confirm any international travel for the speaker, citing long-standing security protocols, and the White House has also not confirmed the trip. Dan Hoffman, a former CIA station chief, joins Fox News to discuss Pelosi's plans to travel to Taiwan. And the last thing we should be doing is allowing China to exercise any sort of command and control over which senior U.S. officials travel overseas, including to Taiwan. It's China that is militarizing the South China Sea, uh, conducting full-throttle espionage operations, building out a nuclear arsenal. Uh, They are threatening the region and beyond, and right now we need to up our commitment to our regional allies in Asia uh, and counter, defend, and deter China. There's bipartisan consensus for doing that, for sure. Hoffman says the House Speaker should travel to Taiwan. Yeah, I think she should go, and I think she should take a page out of Speaker Newt Gingrich's uh, playbook there. Uh, He met with the president of Taiwan at the time. I think she should go, and, and she could be as forceful as she likes about the United States' Uh, commitment to preserving Taiwan's integrity, territorial integrity. It doesn't mean that uh, we have to support an independent Taiwan, uh, but really the larger question is whether the uh, U.S. policy of strategic ambiguity uh, is creating more uh, threats to the region and to Taiwan in particular. And, And that's something that I think has come to a head because President Biden has said that we have a commitment to defend Taiwan, even though no such commitment uh, exists. His own administration officials have had to walk that back. Uh, I think we need to be looking at that closely. Hoffman tells Fox News that reports of China buying U.S. farmland is a national security issue. Good on good on Governor DeSantis for ringing the alarm bells about that. You know, I looked into a, a case in Texas, Valverde, Texas, where a Chinese, wholly owned Chinese subsidiary was trying to purchase a wind farm uh, with close proximity to Laughlin Air Force Base. And that's a national security concern. Anytime you've got a Chinese company buying our land, uh, 
you know, we've got to be holding hearings about this. We've got to pass legislation. And the Committee on Foreign Investment, CFIUS, they need to take action on these sorts of things. It's good to see the governor uh, focused on this issue, highly critical for our national security. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was recently asked about a report by the National Association of Realtors, which found the Chinese real estate investors spent $6.1 billion on American real estate over a 12-month period, at which point he vowed to crack down on, quote, undue influence from rogue states, end quote. According to reports, the Biden administration has offered to exchange Victor Boot, a convicted Russian arms trafficker who is serving a 25-year U.S. prison sentence, as part of a potential deal to secure the release of two Americans held by Russia, Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Sources say that the plan to trade boot for Whelan and Greiner received the backing of President Biden. The Department of Justice is generally against prisoner trades. However, President Biden's backing of the trade overrides the DOJ. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. has pitched a deal to Russia in a bid to free Americans, Brittany Greiner and Paul Whelan. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally and, I hope, move us toward a resolution. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says the United States is serious about bringing home NBA star Brittany Griner and jailed American Paul Whelan from Russia. President Biden directed his national security team to pursue every avenue to bring Brittany home safely to her family, her friends, her loved ones, or teammates. The U.S. government continues to work aggressively pursuing every avenue to make that happen. Now, as part of those efforts... We made a substantial offer to secure the release of Paul Whelan and Brittany Griner. CNN's Frederick Pleitzen says that the exchange for Boot is a big deal. The information, obviously, that, that we have is that possibly Victor Boot, uh, the Russian arms dealer who's in custody in the U.S., serving a 24-year sentence for uh, allegedly trying to kill Americans or conspiring to kill Americans, might be someone that the U.S. is willing to exchange. Now, that would be a big deal. That is someone that the Russians have wanted back for a very long time. They are calling him. The Russians are saying that he's unlawfully detained in the U.S. He's obviously in a penitentiary in Illinois right now. The Russians have wanted him out for a very long time. So this would certainly be a pretty big thing for the U.S. to offer that up to try and get Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan out. Again, uh, absolutely unclear in what time frame something like that could happen, uh, how far along they currently are in this. Obviously, a lot of these talks will be going on behind the scenes. Uh, but uh, if there's going to be direct talks between Secretary of State Blinken and the Russian foreign minister, obviously, and we're seeing this right now, this is something that's of the utmost urgency to the State Department, guys. According to CNN sources, securing the release of Greiner and Whelan would also give the White House a much-needed political win ahead of the midterm elections in November. Democratic Senator from West Virginia Joe Manchin announced on Wednesday that he came to an agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on a reconciliation bill after more than a year of negotiations among Democrats. Manchin frustrated Democrats for months, consistently refusing to support party-line legislation that at one point cost over $3 trillion. Democrats termed the legislation Build Back Better, and Manchin shut down negotiations on it late last year. But with Democrats grasping for a legislative win ahead of the midterms, Schumer kept up talks directly with Manchin through the spring and summer. In a lengthy statement, the senator said Wednesday that those talks resulted in a deal for a slimmed-down bill that includes tax, climate, and prescription drug provisions. 
CBS's Nicole Killen describes what the bill would do for Americans. Both leaders, uh, Leader Schumer and Senator Manchin, say that this will make a down payment on historic deficit reduction by investing, as you just mentioned, some $300 billion towards that aim, as well as about $369 billion for those climate and energy programs. But in addition to that, it will also allow Medicare to negotiate uh, prescription drug prices, uh, which hopefully uh, would lower prices for many Americans cap out-of-pocket cost. It would also extend subsidies under the Affordable Care Act so people who get their insurance uh, through uh, the government program would uh, see lower premiums uh, by extending those subsidies. Killon also says that the bill contains other measures that are intended to address climate issues. And then, uh, as you can see, there are a number of other things attached, whether that's increasing the corporate minimum tax uh, to 15 percent, uh, reducing carbon emissions as part of the climate program by roughly 40 percent uh, by 2030. But uh, the bottom line in terms of some of the pay-fors is that, uh, you know, these leaders emphasize that families making under $400,000 a year won't see any new taxes. Uh, so with all of these uh, very various elements combined, uh, you know, both leaders argue that this is a step in the right direction, kind of addresses a lot of their priorities, but also aims to uh, ease inflation at the same time. Meanwhile, the Senate voted to pass a bill that aims to boost U.S. semiconductor production. The bill passed with bipartisan support 64 to 33. The measure now goes to the House for approval before it can be sent to the president, where he's expected to sign the measure. The bill, named the CHIPS Act, addresses a semiconductor chip shortage and makes the U.S. less reliant on other countries for manufacturing. Supporters say the measure is important not only for U.S. technological innovation, but for national security as well. CBS's Nicole Kellen again explains the bill and how it will help Americans. This is something that Congress has been working on for years and really uh, for the better part of this year to try to fine tune this legislation has certainly been through a number of iterations and names and titles. But the bottom line is that uh, what it does is it invests a significant amount of money, more than $52 billion, uh, and then some into the semiconductor industry. Uh, and it also provides additional funding for scientific research and development. But what's significant in terms of these investments in the semiconductor industry, as you'll recall, with some of these supply chain issues, you know, there have been a shortage of these semiconductor chips, which are used in everything from automobiles to medical devices, you know, your smartphones. And so uh, having the ability to uh, manufacture these and and have more facilities uh, able to manufacture them and have more capacity uh, certainly will address those uh, shortages that we have witnessed up until now. uh, And that's the hope in the years ahead. Polling shows there are tight races for governor and Senate in Georgia. More details from Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett. The poll from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution shows incumbent Republican Governor Brian Kemp holding a lead over his Democratic opponent, Stacey Abrams, by five points, 48 to 43 percent. Pollsters also found that Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock leads Republican challenger Herschel Walker by three points, 46 to 43 percent. The survey also showed Republicans in the lead in two other top statewide positions, Republican Burt Jones leads Democrat Charlie Bailey by five points in the race for lieutenant governor. Bernie Bennett reporting. The Federal Reserve raised the interest rate by a hefty three quarters of a point on Wednesday for its most aggressive drive in more than three decades to tame high inflation. Federal Reserve Board Chairman Jerome Powell says more Fed steps to lower inflation may have other impacts. This process is likely to involve a period of below-trend economic growth and some softening in labor market conditions. But such outcomes are likely necessary to restore price stability 
and to set the stage for achieving maximum employment and stable prices over the longer run. The Federal Reserve Board chairman says there have already been several rate hikes and more may follow. These rate hikes have been large and they've come they've come quickly and uh, it's likely that their full effect has not been felt by the economy. So there's probably some additional tightening, significant additional tightening in the, in the pipeline. So where are we going with this? I, th- I think the best, I think the committee broadly feels that we need to get policy to at least to a moderately restrictive level. When asked if the economy was already in recession, Powell had this to say. I do not think the U.S. is currently in a recession. Um, and the reason is there are just too many areas of the economy that are, that are performing, uh, you know, too well. And, and, of course, I would point to the labor market in, in particular. Powell says there's one specific reason he does not think the economy is in a recession. This is a very strong labor market, and it's just not consistent with, you know, 2.7 million people hired in the first half of the year. Uh, it doesn't make sense that the economy would be in recession with, with this kind of thing happening. So... Uh, I don't think the, the U.S. economy is in recession right now. Stephen Moore, FreedomWorks senior economic contributor and founder of Club for Growth, joins the Salem Radio Network to discuss the Fed's rate hike. Today they announced their decision, which is going to be a 75 basis point increase in interest rates to try to sweat some of this inflation out of the system. And then uh, tomorrow we get the GDP number, which is important for the second quarter because it'll tell us you know, whether we're, I hate to say it, I'm going to use the R word, a recession. Moore says it's wrong for the Biden administration, in his opinion, to try to take credit for the economy that President Trump built. Creating an economy with lots of jobs and um, increases in wages for the middle and lower income people. That was Donald Trump. <laughs> That's what we did. Not them. That's exactly what we had. We had the biggest gains in incomes for the it was amazing. You know, for the we this these policies didn't benefit the rich, they benefit benefited everybody, but the biggest wage gains, as you and I have talked about many times on the show over the years, were actually for the lowest income people. Moore tells the Salem Radio Network that lower income families are being hurt the most by inflation. This BS about some kind of equitable recovery. First of all, there is no recovery. Second of all, it ain't equitable because the people at the bottom are the ones who are getting, you know, just crushed. And the surveys show lower income people now are having to cut back on even essentials, you know, what they can buy at the grocery store because of this high inflation. Moore also says that Biden's policies, in his opinion, are what's driving the economic slowdown we're seeing in America. Americans believe we're in a recession. They're getting crushed by the inflation and the high gas prices. And uh, and, um, you know, we're going to we're not seeing a lot of improvement on that. So that's where we are right now. And I'm frustrated because we wouldn't be talking about a recession today if Donald Trump were still president. Come on. You know that, Chris. If Trump was president, of course, we would be in a boom. Walmart these are uh, direct results of Biden's policies of declaring war on American oil and gas. Uh, spending three trillion dollars we didn't have he still wants to spend a trillion dollars more i mean it goes on and on and you know policies have consequences and boy do these have negative consequences and even as worries grow that the fed's efforts could eventually cause a recession powell passed up several opportunities to say the central bank would slow its hikes if a recession occurred while inflation was still high A mortgage company owned by Berkshire Hathaway is accused of discriminating against buyers of color. Daybreak Insider's Lisa Dwyer has more on that story. 
The Department of Justice says that a Pennsylvania mortgage company owned by Berkshire Hathaway and is run by billionaire businessman Warren Buffett discriminated against potential black and Latino home buyers in Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Delaware. Officials are calling it the second largest redlining settlement in history. The Department of Justice and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau said in their settlement with Trident Mortgage Company that Trident deliberately avoided writing mortgages in minority-majority neighborhoods in West Philadelphia, Camden, in New Jersey and in Wilmington, Delaware. The marketing materials used by Trident involved exclusively white individuals, and nearly all of the company's staff were white. Trident will have to set aside $20 million to make loans in underserved neighborhoods. I'm Lisa Dwyer. The actor and director best known for playing the stalwart older brother Wally Cleaver to Jerry Mathers Beaver in the iconic series Leave it to Beaver died Wednesday after it was incorrectly announced Tuesday that he had died. In this scene from Leave it to Beaver, Tony Dow and Jerry Mathers conspire to trick Beaver's school teacher. Dear Miss Canfield, I have received your note dated two days ago, the one you sent home with Beaver. She calls me Theodore. Dow was only 12 years old when he was cast on the soon-to-be smash sitcom Leave it to Beaver. In this scene, Tony Dow and Jerry Mathers bid each other goodbye. See you, Beef. See you, Wally. After Leave it to Beaver, Dow continued to work in Hollywood, taking parts in TV series and even directing episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Tony's son confirmed his father's passing. Tony Dow was 77. And finally, when it feel old, 35 years ago in 1987, Rick Astley's song Never Gonna Give You Up was released. The song eventually birthed the famous Rick Rolling, an internet bait and switch using disguised hyperlinks to Astley's video for the song. That record just won't die. <laughs> Have there been and, times you wanted it? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kind of joking in that way, but I, yeah. I'm, um, I can imagine some people want it to die. Never Gonna Give You Up was the lead single from Astley's debut full-length album, Whenever You Need Somebody. The song quickly became a worldwide hit, charting at number one in 25 different countries, including the United States. I've got a very special relationship with that song. It's been unbelievably good to me and keeps being good to me. CBS's Anthony Mason caught up with the singer, who's currently on a tour titled The Mixtape Tour in the United States. Ashley is singing it again this summer on The Mixtape Tour, crossing the country with new kids on the block, Salt and Peppa and Envo. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Tasha Stevens. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.